Now, I have mentioned that I got my ass beat a lot growing up. But I don't want people to think that my grandparents were sadists. Well, they were. But I did earn each and every whooping I ever got. But I don't want you to think that my entire childhood was spent getting beaten much like my penis on any Saturday night. No, that was only if I was lucky. See, say what you will about people from the old generation, but one thing you have to give them credit for, they were inventive and fearless. A kid actually only got his ass beat if the folks were bored and they needed exercise. If they were in a creative mood, they were the Picassos of pain. And it wasn't just going to be your ear coming off. It's not like today where a kid can threaten to call the cops on his folks and they'll back off. Back then, if we dared to make a threat like that, your folks were like, fine, call them. Then call a funeral home and see if they have any caskets in your size, because you're going to need one. And if they were feeling especially artistic, or if they'd had one too many adult beverages, you better just head to whatever church you can find and plead for amnesty. Because at this point, God is the only one that can save your ass. And speaking of church, one of the worst parental paybacks I ever took came on the way home from Sunday school. Grandma picked me up and said, we're going to hit the grocery store on the way home because I need to do laundry and I'm out of bleach. Now, I hated shopping with Grandma. Basically, I was just there to be the rickshaw driver while she wandered up and down the aisles picking out food that, by the time it was prepared, the table set for the family meal would really make you give serious thought to giving Ronald McDonald a hand job just to get a look at a happy meal. Maybe that's why they call it honking the bobo. But I had a serious problem. See, kids aren't the most picky eaters, and my diet consisted back then of Tang, Fudge Rounds, and Heinz 57 if I could get away with it. And for some reason, I suspect because God hates me, they had served deviled eggs at the Sunday school brunch. So I was basically a walking weapon of mass destruction. And the problem was, Grandma was walking right behind me. Uh Now there are some things you just know from birth are instinctively bad ideas, and farting on your grandma is only slightly dumber than having unprotected sex with a porcupine. So at this point, it's a matter of stealth. All I have to do is hold it till we get to an aisle full of stuff that can mask it, such as the gourmet cheese section. Unfortunately, kids are smaller versions of adults, which means we have smaller intestinal tracts, so gas only has so far to go till it decides it's time to go out into the real world. And I just couldn't hold it, and I let one go. The classic silent but deadly. Emphasis on deadly, both for whoever smelt it and definitely for the guy who dealt it. And where did my schmanker decide to let go? Right in the floral section. Now there was no way in hell I was going to pass this one off as a rotting begonia, and I knew that there was an ass-beating imminent, so at this point, it's an act of desperation. And it was then that I learned one of the greatest tricks I have ever learned in my entire life, and I'm going to pass it on to you. Listen carefully. If you fart and you don't want anyone to know it was you, here's what you do. First, act like you just smell something really foul. Then look around accusingly at the person you want the fool, in this case, my grandmother. Once that person sees that you have this look of disgust on you, they're going to look around for the next likely culprit. This is classic misdirection. And in this case, there was a patsy standing by. In the floral section, there was an old man in a wheelchair cart, picking a flower for his lapel. And Grandma focused on this guy and did one of those classic old people mutters. You know, where you think they think that they're saying it quietly enough that no one can hear it, but you can hear it clearly in Belgium. And she looked at this guy and she said, You stinky old cocksucker. And this poor guy, well, he was already kind of pale before Grandma lit into him, but after that he went almost translucent. And at this point, we simply walked off and we paid for our groceries, leaving him back there clutching his heart and reaching for his medical earth badge. Now, yes, this was a total asshole move, but look, I was desperate, and when it comes to avoiding an ass beating, it's survival of the fittest. And hell, how much longer was this guy going to live anyway? I've got my whole life ahead of me. So the whole ride home, I'm leaning back and high-fiving myself mentally. I got away with it. Go me! Now, the problem is, I got cocky. 
and right when we pulled up to the house, I let go another beaver. And Grandma got that same look to her, and she even looked in the back seat to make sure the old man from the store hadn't hopped in with us. But then she got the look that every kid will tell you is the most dreaded thing you will ever see. She got the look that said, I just figured it out. And she looked right at me, and she said, Why, you little son of a bitch. Now you're thinking, my God, that ass beating must have been ginormous. I wish, because unfortunately I caught my grandma in one of those Picasso moments. So what she did was, she got out of the car, then before I could get out, she hit the auto lock and locked all the doors. Then she planted over 300 pounds of grandma ass right in the door frame and let one rip herself. And if you think kid farts are bad, grandparents have 60 plus years of bad diet and evil built up in their colons. Hers was in no way silent, but it was deadly. And then she locked me in the car. So there I am, trapped in the car in the middle of summer, pounding on the windows, the interior rapidly filling up with a blue haze, watching Grandma walk to the house in her white church pants. And as God is my witness, I only had two thoughts in my mind before I passed out. One was, please, dear God, kill me. And two, looking at the back end of Grandma, thank God we picked up some bleach. You don't piss off your grandma. So this is Point T. Weasel at point.furryhost.com and movieo.com saying, there you go, my 100th podcast. And that story was part of the very first stand-up I ever did. And I'd like to thank all the people out there that listen to these things and enjoy them and have helped me to keep this going. And here's to the next round. 